What up, guys? Um, Today is going to be a really raw episode about shame and toxic cycles. And my ex texted me, and um, you guys are my therapists of the day. Just kidding. I'm going to be your... (laughs) No one's anyone's therapist. We're just humans Um, living life. And I, I really just wanted to come on here in a very vulnerable and raw space because... I've been feeling the feels and I know what it feels like to be in toxic cycles and feeling that shame and guilt um, about going back or missing them or having that attachment, um, especially for people who don't care for us, um, who don't treat us right. And we're like, why the fuck am I still into them? Why do I miss them? Why am I so attached? You know, Um, I had broken up with him in August. I completely cut him off. I did not reach out to him once. um, And he hit me up last week and it was really crazy because him and I had both been thinking about each other a lot. Um, and he reached out because the financial company that I'm working with, one of his friends works for it. And mind you, it's like a five person company. And so I was like, okay, well maybe this is like the universe, (laughs) even though in my gut, I was like, you know what? I don't think that I'm ready. Um, but right when he texted, I like completely just jumped on to the situation and I was like, oh my God, I miss you. And you know, everything, every feeling just came up and, um, I just, I caved in. And this last week I've been just feeling like shit because I was like, I just spent nine months in therapy, nine months working on myself, nine months trying to build myself back up, building my confidence back up just for me to go right back to the situation Um, and I was just dealing with all this shame and I was crying and I was releasing and I was like, holy shit. Um, I just felt so weak and, uh, I've gone back to toxic people before, but I didn't think that I was going to do it again because I felt so much stronger. Um, and so this is really just a little bit about my story and reminding you guys that it's okay when we feel like we're taking a step back, quote unquote, really it's a step forward, um, especially when we apply different action um, to the same situation. And so I may have responded to him right away, but I did end up telling him that I couldn't do it anymore. And normal, like old Haley, who was unhealed, who wanted attention from anyone who was desperate, who was attached, would have just continued along and tried to act like I was okay and lie to myself that I was okay with the situation because I wanted intimacy so badly. And this Haley, this time, recognized that it was hurting really badly and that our relationship wasn't healed as much as I wanted it to be. And I could not progress forward because I still had the attachment toward him. And I ended up texting him and I was like, hey, I really appreciate you reaching out and it's great to hear from you, but I am not in a place, I'm not healed and I'm not okay with just being friends right now. Um, And I was sitting in that shame and then I realized like I wouldn't have done that last time. And uh, I just want to remind you and myself that like healing ebbs and flows and to watch yourself make any sort of progress is something, something to be proud of. And so if you're in this cycle of just like, fuck, I'm getting back together with my ex, or I accidentally reached out to them, or I called them when I was drunk, and you're just sitting in that spiral of shame, just remember to have that self-compassion. And I thought about, I was like, the first thing that I wanted to do when I reached out to him after, you know, he said hi, and I was like, fuck, what's up? (laughs) I was like, what's up? Um, the first thing I wanted to do was I am so weak. I can't believe that I'm back on square one. I can't believe that I would, you know, come back to this behavior. 
And then I sat there with more self-compassion and I was like, you know what? You want love, you want intimacy. And this relationship was the last time that you felt safe to be a human, safe to be yourself, comfortable. Although it may have been toxic, toxicity was familiar to you. And this feels comfortable because toxicity was comfortable for you. And so I could sit there with my old, with my younger self that was hurting, that wanted intimacy of any kind from anyone who felt like this codependency was healthy and it was comfortable. And I could sit with that, that version of me. And I was like, you know what? I get it. I know why you reached out. I, or, you know, said something back because you were feeling sad. You were feeling lonely, but this new version of yourself, this higher self needs to move along and do what's best for her. And so I set those boundaries and I was like, you know what? I am proud of myself. Although I may have caved in a little bit into that situation, I recognize what's best for me now. Whereas old Haley would have been like, let's just like act like it's okay. <laughs> and he told me, he was like, I've been like numbing myself. We like asked each other how we've been this past year. And he was like, well, I've been numbing myself. And um, I was like, well, have you been going to therapy? And he's like, no, I don't, you know, I don't do that. And um, I realized like, this isn't the kind of person that I want to be with. I have been doing all this work. I've been healing. I've been in therapy. I've been working so damn hard to be this person that I am and release all of this pain. And I was like sad and embarrassed because he was like, yeah, I've moved on, you know, like I can just see you as a friend. And I was like, well, I haven't moved on, you know, like I don't have feelings for you, but I still have an attachment issue and I'm processing so much from our relationship still. And I was like very embarrassed to admit that. And I, that's what I said to him in the text. I was like, Hey, I am still processing and I need to set boundaries to protect my heart. And I was so embarrassed because you know how it feels when somebody like doesn't like you anymore or doesn't like you in general. And you're like, Hey, do you like me? And they're like, no. Um, so I just, I sat with that. And then I was like, you know what? I am so proud of myself for making these adjustments and, and working on myself and healing and crying and feeling. And it's okay. And I'm saying this to you and to myself, it's okay to still be processing. If you have never done this, it's a fucking shit ton of work and it is not fun. <laughs> um, but I have people ask me all the time, like, how long does it take you to get over an ex? How long should I be grieving? How long should I process? Whatever. How much time does it take? And I have to tell you, <laughs> I have to tell you this, you're not going to like it. Um, it's not a certain amount of time. It's, it's about taking the time to heal and work on your rooted beliefs and your insecurities and bring up these things that have probably been sitting with you for longer than the relationship. Most of the times we walk into these relationships with limiting beliefs, with insecurities, um, deep rooted insecurities that end up showing up in the relationship. So you're not just getting over this person, you're getting over quote unquote, how you felt about yourself before you walked in. And maybe that hit you when you were five years old. Maybe it hit you when you were 12. And so you've been sitting with the subconscious belief of like, oh, I'm not enough, or I'm not worthy of love, or I need to change who I am to be lovable. Whatever kind of belief you walked into the relationship feeling that way, you're blaming this other person. Like he made me feel this way and I need to get over him and what a piece of shit or she blah, blah, blah. Um, but the reality is it's not that person. It's way before that, that you began to feel this feeling. And so when you ask how long does it take to heal? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> let me remind you, it probably took you 10 years 
of, or it's been 10 plus years of you sitting with a certain belief. Maybe you got cheated on 10 years ago and you're still holding that I'm not enough belief. Maybe you felt that I'm not enough since you were four years old and your parents left, you know, <laughs> et cetera. So you're getting to this root belief. It's going to take some fucking time. And so I just, I'm extending my, my own proudness to you, anyone who's going through this healing journey and like through a toxic cycle, attachment, um, just general self-healing, um, a breakup, whatever. Um, if you're taking the time to feel the emotions rather than numbing or coping in a negative way, that is something to be proud of. And even if you reached out to your ex when you were drunk, or even if you said hi back, or <laughs> even if you checked their story or whatever it was, you're making progress. You're, you're further along than where you were, especially if you're able to even recognize that you're on this journey. That in itself is something to be proud of. And so I just want to come on here as raw as I can and admit that as much as I've worked on this healing, I'm going to therapy every week. I have a coach. I've been doing my own healing. I've been journaling and meditating and doing yoga and moving. I've been doing so many things to try to heal myself, but healing is an ebb and flow. It's like, it's not going to just be uphill. Sometimes it's going to feel like you took five steps back and sometimes it's going to be like, oh shit, I'm fine. And so when he reached out to me, the first thing I wanted to do was, I am so weak. I haven't been working on myself. I haven't healed at all, et cetera, et cetera. How come I'm so vulnerable to this person? And then I took a deep breath and I was like, you know what, Haley, I understand. And I get you and it hurts. And you miss the intimacy. You miss feeling like a human that could just enjoy. You miss cuddling. You miss fucking. You miss, and that is okay. And the reality is, is that life is, is a, there's so many different ways to look at things. Cause in one part of this situation, I miss him so deeply where it hurts my heart because I didn't feel like I was enough. And his validation made me feel like I was enough. And I recognize that hurt part of me. That's like, please anything to get him back so that I can feel whole again. And on the same time, I recognize, Hey, this person was not good for me because they didn't respect me because they didn't really love me. They didn't care about me. They didn't appreciate my boundaries, respect my boundaries. Um, they didn't put in equal effort. They weren't working on themselves. And so you can look at it in both ways and accept both realities. Hey, this part of myself really misses this. This part of myself is still healing. This part of me is still a little bit attached to this person, but I'm also aware enough and I care about myself enough to progress and to move forward. And so I got caught in that loop again, kind of where I, I wanted to just talk to him again. And I found myself getting anxious and I found myself feeling worthless and insecure again. And I was like, Hey dude, I know that you came into this with right intentions, but we are not on the same wavelength right now. And you cannot support me in this healing journey because you are not focusing on yourself. You are numbing yourself. And I cannot, work on this relationship by myself. I can't be healing when I know that you're numbing. I can't come to you for support for our, the closure that we need when I know that you're not processing this yourself, you know? And so I was so fucking proud of myself after I was feeling the shame and the embarrassment that I took the time to put myself first this time. And that was a huge win for me. But throughout these last nine months, I had the little wins of just like, 
I didn't text him today. I didn't text him today. I didn't watch his stories today. I didn't think about him at all today. That's crazy, you know? And I'm learning to feel like a whole person. I'm supporting myself. I'm getting therapy. I'm doing all of these things. And I'm so fucking proud of myself. And so maybe I had a little, little hurdle that I missed that I forgot to jump over and I fucking fell on my ass for a second. But then I recognized, hey, I'm okay. I'm whole. And it hurt like a bitch to admit to him that I didn't want him in my life anymore or that I couldn't have him in my life anymore. But I did it. I fucking did it. And so if you are in this cycle and you're like, fuck, I need to get out of this relationship. I need to stop hitting them up when I'm drunk. I need to stop hitting them up, period, you know, because I need to protect myself. That is a first step. That is a win. And when you take the action, it hurts and it brings up so many stories and limiting beliefs and insecurities within us, especially when you have that anxious attachment where you just, you crave any sort of love because you're desperate because that feels comfortable to be uncomfortable, to have inconsistency. Um, but you'll make it through it. You'll make it through it. And so I'm here to say that there might be little hiccups in the road, but be really fucking proud of yourself when you move past them. And even if you get caught up for a second, be proud of yourself for the little wins that you've been taking, not reaching out to them for a fucking hour. Amazing. Blocking them. If you need to setting yourself first, setting boundaries, going on a run when you want to just cry in your bed, releasing this feeling, meditating, journaling, whatever it is, the little baby steps that you're taking to heal, they will amount to something beautiful and great to one day you'll be laughing and you'll be like, I can't believe that I ever settled for that shit. You take care of yourself and you realize this part of me was hurting so bad that I felt that I needed to go to somebody who hurt me consistently, who was inconsistent, who didn't respect me, who didn't care about me, who didn't prioritize me, who didn't communicate. And now I'm loving myself to the point of looking at a relationship and saying, I love you or I miss you and I'm hurting, but I'm going to put myself first. And another thing is one thing about being in toxic cycles and shitty relationships is that shitty relationships is that we don't know when to trust ourselves. Um, and that's hard because our trust within kind of just like slowly diminishes because we haven't been putting ourselves first we've been hurting ourselves. So we're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Um, the trust probably hasn't been there in a while. Hasn't been showing up for a while. Um, but I think deep down, deep, deep down, there's a gut feeling that's like, this is right. Or this isn't right. And I actually tend to like meditate on this or like pray about it or whatever you believe. Um, I'm just like, Hey, um, God universe, someone (laughs) I'm like, what do I do? And they're like, you know, you feel like shit when you're around him. So maybe, uh, don't. (laughs) And I'm like, please let me. And then my whole like Instagram feed is like, don't go back to toxic relationships. You know that it's not going to serve you, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh fuck. If you ask for a sign on if you should be with them or not, typically you'll get the sign. So I know that was a little bit all over the place this episode. Um, but I really just, I hope it resonates with anyone about being okay with having little hiccups, being proud of yourself for the progress that you are making, regardless of how small it is and putting yourself first. It's fucking beautiful. It's amazing to watch people on this healing journey. Um, and just 
reminding everyone that like it's it's fucking tough it's really hard to put yourself first when you haven't been for so long it's really hard to set boundaries when you've never done it it's really hard to be alone when you've been codependent your whole life or for a long fucking time so yeah just a deep sigh deep breath with you guys and um I just want to say that I'm proud of you and I really hope that you learn to be proud of yourself for all these little things that you've been doing for yourself. They're all big wins. And, um, if you accidentally reach out to your ex when you're drunk or I like, I'm always adding when you're drunk, I, if you reach out to your ex or they call you and you answer, or you miss them really badly, that doesn't mean that you're a failure. That doesn't mean that you're back at square one. That means that you're, you're human, you're a human and you miss something specific within that situation. You probably don't miss the relationship itself, but you miss some sort of aspect within that, whether it's the validation or it's the freedom or it's the sex, whatever. Um, and just be compassionate with yourself when you do have those little moments of like wanting to go back to the old ways, even though when you know it's not serving you. So if you're missing something and you know, it's not right for you, you know that they're sorry. If you are missing something and you know that it's not right for you, remember that it's serving you in some sort of way. Remember that there's something deeper that's hurting within you that wants something that's not right for you because it's hurting and it wants some sort of gratification. It wants some sort of something to fill a void. And the more that you can dig within and be like, hey, what do I need? Why do I miss this? What's hurting? The easier it's going to get. Um, yeah, (laughs) still don't know how to end these things, but I'm sending everyone love and, you know, healing is hard. Life can feel hard and, uh, it can be a lot, but be proud of yourself. Take those moments to just understand that you are further than where you were. You are making progress. You are a fucking boss. And one day after all of this healing and all of this time, you're going to laugh. And you're going to find a love that sparks so deeply. First, it's going to start within yourself. And then one day you're going to see a little baddie girl. Ah! (laughs) You're going to see somebody. You're like, oh my God, I think I'm in love. This is a real one. Oh my God. It's uncomfortable. It's still scary. But like also you'll find something that doesn't hurt your soul because love isn't supposed to hurt your soul. Okay. Love is beautiful and it's safe. It's just us that fucks around and makes it complicated. I just had like 400 messages in there. So if you could just... (laughs) I hope you can get one dick away here. Um, But yes, I'm with you. I'm human. You're human. Be proud of yourself. Adios.